Hello, you faithful listeners, you. Here we are, and we're going to do Are We Living in a Simulation? Yes, kind of on the tails of the last episode, CIA declassified documents on the gateway process. Some things came up that sounded sort of like we were in some type of simulation, and there is a lot of good arguments, and some people say proof that we are living in a simulation. So uh, I looked it up for us. So let's just go on in there. Let's let's see what's going on with this simulation theory. Also, it's thundering very loudly, so don't be surprised if you hear thunder. Okay, here we go. In 2003, philosopher and theoretical physicist Nick Bostrom introduced and explored the probability that we are all living inside a simulation. This is called simulation theory. He says that only one of three possibilities is occurring right now in our world and in our universe. The only three possibilities, according to Nick Bostrom, are 1. The human species is very likely to go extinct before reaching the post-human state. Okay, post-human meaning AI, transhumanism, right? The matrix, the melding of human and computers as the matrix worn post-human. Okay, so either we're going to go extinct before we reach then, which means like within the next, what, hundred years, a couple hundred years. Okay, two, another possible reality. We do reach the post-human phase, but they don't bother to run simulations at all. So, you know, that's not what we're doing. And number three, pretty interesting, maybe future civilizations in the post-human phase are running simulations of like the 1990s, 2000s, 2010s. Uh, I want to go back to the 1960s. And basically people, 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 we could just be like a very evolved version of the animatronic dancing bears at Disneyland. We're just background noise for people having their time travel experience, you know? So yeah. So those are the three possible civilizations that we're living in right now, according to Nick Bostrom. Either we go extinct before we reach the post-human state, transhumanism, AI, matrix, all that, or we reach the state and we don't run it, so we're not living in it. Or we're just animatronic bears. Because eventually what he's saying is, if we humans don't blow ourselves up, die, or whatever, we're eventually guaranteed going to reach the state where we run simulations and they are so much like reality that they are unable to tell between reality and the game or the simulation, whatever it is. You know, we could be in the, you know, go back to the when the pandemic happened, 2020. You know, and we're just like walking around in our masks and people are like, damn, it was really like that. Okay, let's move on. Here are some more reasons besides those that we might be living in a digital simulated reality. The Mandela Effect. Some people claim to remember TV coverage of Nelson Mandela's death in the 1980s, even though he actually died in 2013. The Mandela Effect is therefore supposedly proof that whoever is in charge of the simulation is changing the past, or alternatively, this is evidence of parallel universes, and some individuals have crossed from one universe in which Mandela died in the 1980s 
into one where he lived until age 95. Boom. And we know from the last episode, the CIA declassified docs. There are parallel universes. There's multi, multi, multi parallel universes. Okay? Also, many people remember the children's book and cartoon being Berenstein Bears when... In this reality, I guess, it's Berenstain. I don't know. That one doesn't really strike me. Because Berenstain is not as common as Berenstein. And little kids can't read. You know, we see the book up there, you know, oh, Berenstain. We saw it on, heard it on TV or whatever, or, you know. But Berenstain, that's, that's very, very uncommon. So I don't know about that one. But yeah, the Mandela thing, Chick-fil-A. You know, all of a sudden, Chick-fil-A is now C-H-I-C-K. I don't know. A lot of people seem to remember it as C-H-I-K. I do. Okay, let's just keep going on. Some people say that it's proof we're living in a simulation because we don't ultimately have proof of aliens. No life in this infinite universe. Maybe the absence of that means we are in a simulation. Okay? Like the Truman Show. Okay, let's move on. In physics, there's something called the double slit experiment. Some call it the most beautiful experiment ever created. I'll spare you hearing me butcher what the process is about, but here's what the double slit experiment proved. It proved that electrons behave differently if they are not being observed. Okay, let's read that again. The double slit experiment proved that electrons behave differently if they are not being observed. Some people take this as the simulation conserving resources and rendering certain things only when it knows we're looking at them. So very basic, what does that mean? You know the phrase, if a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a noise? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe the forest isn't even there if no one is there. Feel me? That's what it's saying. So you can't argue with it. Electrons behave differently when they're not being looked at. They're not being observed. What's behind you? Maybe just avoid until you look at it. Basically, people are saying, you know, the game The Sims. I mean, I don't know. I've never played that game. It's just like we're that, except thousands of years ahead of that, you know, gain consciousness. Okay, let's move on. This is interesting. I mean, it's all interesting, isn't it? DNA that contains a computer virus. Okay. In 2017, a group of researchers at the University of Washington proved that they could embed malicious computer code into physical strands of DNA. Their aim was to show that computers working in gene sequencing were vulnerable to attack, but they have also inadvertently revealed that what we perceive to be biological could have been computer code all along. Is our DNA computer code? Okay, let's keep it moving. Okay, video games that look like real life. Elon Musk is a believer in Nick Bostrom's simulation hypothesis. Don't know how I feel about Elon Musk. I I just don't know. Okay, let's just keep it going though. More on the hypothesis. Is that if humanity can survive long enough to create technology capable of running convincing simulations of reality, it will create many such simulations and therefore... There will be lots of simulated realities and only one base reality. So statistically, it's probably more likely we are living in a simulation right now. 
Further proof that we live in the Matrix, according to Musk, is how cool video games are these days. In 2016, he explained, 40 years ago we had Pong, two rectangles and a dot. Remember Atari? Now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic 3D with millions playing simultaneously. If you assume any rate of improvement at all, then the games will eventually become indistinguishable from reality, even if the rate of advancement drops by 1,000 from what it is now. It is a given that we are clearly on a trajectory that we're going to have games that are indistinguishable from reality. Okay? Quarks with computer code. Theoretical physicist James Gates claims he has identified what appears to be actual computer code embedded in the equations of string theory that describe the fundamental particles of our universe. He says he's found error-correcting codes. Those are what make web browsers work. So why were they in the equation he was studying about quarks and electrons and supersymmetry? Computer code. And the particles of our universe, little pixelated, moving, vibrational things, right? Okay, we're almost done. Why does our universe have rules in the first place? MIT cosmologist Max Tegmark has pointed to our universe's strict laws of physics as possible evidence that we are living in a video game. He says, if I were a character in a computer game, I would also discover eventually that the rules seemed completely rigid and mathematical. In this theory, the speed of light, the fastest rate at which any particle can travel, represents the speed limit for transmitting information within the network of our simulation. Makes sense. I mean, why are there rules at all? Because it's a program, right? That's possible. The Goldilocks Zone. Earth exists within what astrobiologists call a Goldilocks Zone, close enough to start the greenhouse gases that can trap heat to keep liquid water, but far enough away that the planet does not become a hothouse. So basically what this is saying, uh, and so on and so on. But here's the deal. It's basically impossible, statistically impossible for our world to even form because it has to be so perfect. If, you know, one, what do they say, like dark matter, if it was off by like one billionth, our world would just explode. So it's pretty impossible, they're saying, that our world can even exist. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, it's like, okay, perfect, right? And the last reason that we're at least going to talk about is uh, this might explain paranormal events, you know, ghosts, whatever. Could be things in different dimensions, stuff like that, which we know there are different dimensions now, right, from the last episode. So there you go. Are we living in a digital simulated reality. What brought this episode up was yes, yesterday when we were talking about the CIA declassified documents on the gateway tapes. To relieve pain, one strategy that they teach CIA agents, in case they're being tortured for information, they are taught this method where they think about the area that is in pain and then they repeat the numbers 55515 in their head or out loud, whatever, over and over and over again until the pain goes away. And it just sounded very computery, you know, cheat code. What's up? Um, so there we go. Are we living in a digital simulated reality? Maybe mathematics and nature? I don't care. That's the whole thing. I mean, I couldn't care less if we were in a simulation. 
you know, just going to keep living. I don't, I really don't care, but there you go. So it was kind of interesting. felt like we kind of could be, you know, so that's where I'm at. I think we kind of can be in this simulation and maybe we can't get out of the earth or something. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. We'll see you next time. And I don't know what the next episode is going to be, but it'll be a good one. Thanks for listening, y'all. Really appreciate it. See you next time.